Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Please rise as the Madison Fire Department Honor Guard and the local 311 Pipes and Drums post colors. Please join us as together we recite the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
Good afternoon, and welcome to the commencement ceremony of the Madison Fire Department Recruit Class 5. My name is Jerry Buechner. I'm a training captain um, for the training division. Um, the training staff and I have had the honor to help prepare these recruits for their service to the City of Madison and the Madison Fire Department. On October 3rd, they arrived as individuals from various walks of life, and today they leave here as brothers and sisters in our family, the Madison Fire Department. Becoming a firefighter is not an easy task, as recruits, their families, and everyone in uniform will attest to. There's the obvious physical aspect to the job, but there's also the mental toughness in each individual's personal fortitude and drive to do whatever is needed at any time when called upon. The Fire and EMS Academy training officers spent more than 700 hours preparing these recruits to serve the city of Madison. They are a group of the finest and dedicated experts who made the success of Class 5 their mission. And I'm honored to present Madison Fire Department training staff. Please stand as I say your name. From the Fire Training Division, Division Chief Tracy Burris, Academy Coordinator, Lieutenant Ron Bloomer, Lieutenant Lisa Becker, Lieutenant Dave Blocker, Lieutenant Dylan Dickens, Lieutenant Sue Yedis, Lieutenant Jeff Mast, could be with us today, Lieutenant Derek Teff, Apparatus Engineer Ben Boucher, Apparatus Engineer Jeff Kunder, Apparatus Engineer Jared Schmidt, Firefighter Paramedic Chad Powell, Firefighter Paramedic Laura Prom, Firefighter Aaron, Aaron Zamzow. From the EMS Training Division, Division Chief Paul Ripp, Captain Jen Roman, Training Officer Beth Rissler, Firefighter Paramedic Brendan Troya, and a few that could not make it, Firefighter Paramedic Michael Flores, Firefighter Paramedic Brenda Glovitz, Firefighter Paramedic Jared Tennant. Thank you all. The City of Madison recognizes the importance of protective services and continues to commit the resources needed to assure the safety of our, of our community. Please welcome Mayor Paul Soglin. Thank you very much. And uh, before I, I share just a few uh, remarks with you, let me just say that uh, I apologize. I will not be able to stay for the entire ceremony, but I will stay uh, as long as I can. When you enter the, the fire service, there's a lot to be said about the training you've experienced, the fact that you're out 
joining an outstanding department. But I'd like to look way out into the future towards the end of your careers. Let me just ask for a show of hands as to how many retired firefighters we have here today. And how many present Madison firefighters do we have? There's nowhere in any public agency that I know of where somebody joins that agency or department where you will have retired members of that department and so many existing members of that department, especially when you consider how many are on duty right at this moment. There's something very special about the fire service and about the relationships that you build with the men and women that you'll be working with in the coming years. It's going to continue uh, day in and day out, not just in the station or out in the field, but in your personal lives and in relationships that you and your family will enjoy for the rest of your lives. I've had the opportunity of being a part of these ceremonies for far too many years, but I can tell you how invaluable they are uh, for, for myself, who's not a member of the department. But there is a, a feeling even someone like myself can get, whether you're riding in an engine to an active scene or as a patient uh, spending a few moments uh, in an ambulance or having a few firefighters bail you out of jail or watching them rudely leave after they've invited you to lunch. The last words out of their mouths was, cover the beans. But these are the kinds of experiences that you'll have together, and it's a tribute that these men and women have selected you to join them in this camaraderie. And it's all on behalf of the people you serve. That's the common thread that will go through your career that you're going to get a great deal of satisfaction, a great deal of pleasure out of knowing that even when you're in a station waiting for a call, that at that very moment you are still providing a very critical service because the rest of us know that you are on duty and you're prepared to respond. So... Whether it's a false alarm or it's a multi-million dollar butterfire, we are very thankful for the work that you do and we appreciate your families and your friends, your partners, who 
share with us a deep and abiding concern for your well-being, and that every time you're out there, you remember that safety is our first priority. So, welcome to the Madison City Government, and particularly to a very important department, the Madison Fire Department. Congratulations. Thank you, Mayor Soglin. Chief Davis has worked tirelessly to make our department as progressive and innovative as possible. In this sincere endeavor, the chief and his hardworking staff have been able to keep Madison Fire Department at the forefront of the fire service. So please welcome Fire Chief Stephen Davis. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to welcome all the family and friends on behalf of the now extended family of the Madison Fire Department. Thank you for sharing your loved ones with us. Um, I'd also like to thank the Police and Fire Commission, who you'll hear from uh, President Sparkman in a, a few minutes. Um, I'd like to thank the mayor for being here. Uh, many times in his travels, he has to phone it in, if you will. And I appreciate you taking it easy on the cooking comments. Um, and also the Common Council. If it wasn't for the support of the Police and Fire Commission, the Common Council, and the mayor of this great city, uh, Madison would not have the, the uh, services that we're able to provide day in and day out, whether it's rigs, stations, facilities, our engines, our equipment, our ambulances, and most importantly, our people. So thank you, Mayor and Commissioner Sparkman. I'd also like to thank the uh, Firefighters Local 311 members that are here in attendance. And as you'll see, most of them stand along the wall. And that's been a common tradition going back for a number of years from all the time it, um, that, that we've had these types of ceremonies. And I think it's very telling on the service that, that these individuals provide to the community that they always put the neighbor first. So thank you. Now on to the recruits. You're looking at class five. This is the fifth class that I've been involved in the hiring. And we throw a lot of numbers around, like how many total applicants that we have, um, how many interviews we do, and all that kind of stuff. They went through a process to get on this job because they wanted to serve, and they wanted to serve the community. I had the opportunity last April to sit down and interview these folks and about 140 other people that they were competing directly against. And so when we talk about the numbers of people that apply, and we get thousands of them when we open these up, there's no question about it. But it's these individuals, your family members, your loved ones, that came in, sat down in my office, and explained to me why they want to serve the community. And their values match the values that the Madison Fire Department has and provides in this city. So a big round of applause for them. You can feel free to smile at any time. This is a joyous occasion. 
The other neat thing about this group is that this is 18 of the next generations of paramedics to serve the city of Madison. So, as part of my job, now they're not paramedics yet. Some are, some are not. But they all agreed when I asked them, do you want to be a paramedic in that interview those days in April? Every one of them said, absolutely. I will do whatever you want me to do, Chief. So, this is the first class that I'm actually going to hold them to it. So, meet your future 18 paramedics. So, thank you for that. I, I get the opportunity as chief to pretty much go out anytime I want and sit down with them. They stand up first, I sit down, then they sit down. Um, but I got an opportunity a couple of weeks ago to spend a couple hours with an afternoon in just a real informal uh, get-to-know-you setting. And I can tell you after that event, I had no regrets on the decisions that we as a department made. So good job in the academy, good work. The fun is just beginning. And as I told him as we stood over in the corner, the job goes by in a blink. And so you really need to enjoy the, um, the precious moments, the frustrating moments, um, all the moments that you're going to encounter over your next 20 to 30 year career. Um, embrace them. And someday they'll all be sitting out in the, in the auditorium here or they'll be standing along the wall wishing they could start all over. And there's no question about that. It's a great career, and it's a great job. My last bit of advice, and they're the only 18 in the room that will understand it, don't forget to polish your shoes from time to time. All right? Thank you. On behalf of the City of Madison, on behalf of the Madison Fire Department, the leadership team that's here today, thank you. Thank you, Chief Davis. The leadership of our IAFF Local 311 Union tirelessly pursues equitable working conditions, supports its membership, and works with the department's leadership to provide the highest standard of care to our community. Please welcome Firefighters Local 311 President Malin Mitchell. Thank you, Beth. Um, on behalf of our Vice President, Kevin Sherry, uh, our Secretary-Treasurer, Ted Higgins, and the 475-plus members of Local 311, uh, we want to first extend our congratulations. Uh, we were able to swear in the members uh, maybe two or three weeks ago, so they're all members of 311, so welcome to the team. Uh, we're glad to have you. I uh, want to give a big shout-out and thank you to the training staff uh, for training the new recruits and training the next generation of firefighters and now paramedics, I guess, on our job. <laughs> um, so i like to, uh, last time I gave my speech up here uh, with the last recruits, I think it must have been obviously class four, one of the grandmothers uh, came up to me and said, I seem a little bit harsh and mean, so I'm going to try to <laughs> smile more and not be so hard on you guys today. We'll do that later when there's no crowd. But congratulations on meeting expectations, and I say that because I don't say that to be negative, but you had an expectation that you would obviously get through the academy. Uh, when Chief Davis hired you, I'm sure he didn't hire you 
um, to not have you make it to where you are today. So congratulations on that. It's very nice here at the Melona Terrace. Uh, last time I think we had at the Overture Center, which is also a nice facility in the city of Madison. Uh, they roll out the red carpet for you. They have cupcakes and coffee and everything for you. And to be honest, I'm not one of the guys like to do this, but 20 years ago when I came on the job, we had our graduation in the apparatus they are the garage of Station 8. <laughs> not bitter. It's good we're here. We stepped our game up, which is a good thing. But again, uh, congratulations on your hard work, your dedication uh, to this department, to this city, uh, to our community. Many people ask about this job and say, well, what's this job actually about? And you'll get that when you're out. Your family asks you what you actually do, uh, what this job is really about. And what this job is about, I, I can sum it up really in, in one word, and it's about people. It's about the people we serve out in the community. It's about the people that you got to have their backs and they're going to have yours in the station, your brothers and sisters in the fire service. And it's about your family, the people that you have at home. And it's all a network that helps us to do our jobs. But I can tell you from experience that this is the best job in the world. And I don't say that um, tongue-in-cheek. I, I really believe that this is the best job, the best profession in the world. I believe, and I'm, I'm obviously impartial, I believe this is the best department in the world. And you will not hear the union president I always say this a lot, but I believe we have an exceptional command staff that works tirelessly to make sure that we can do our jobs out in the field. So, Chief, you like that? So enough of that, though. <laughs> you know, there was a chief uh, in FDNY, Ed Croker, who uh, really sums it up best. And for new hires, uh, for us who stand along the wall, for, for the retirees, I think he summed it up best. And I would like to read the quote if you can indulge me for a minute. And I quote, I have no ambition in this world but one, and that is to be a firefighter. The position in the eyes of some appear to be a lowly one. But we who know the work which the firefighter has to do believe that it, his is a noble calling. Our proudest moment is to save lives. Under the impulse of such thoughts, the nobility of the occupation thrills us and stimulates us to deeds of daring, even of supreme sacrifice. And unquote. So now you actually start doing things. You've met expectations, but now you're going to actually start doing things. Now you have a direct impact on our community and on the people that you serve. So, again, congrats on meeting expectations. And, you, and your career begins now. They roll the red carpet door for you now. But in the station, there is no red carpet. In the station is where you actually start your career. And if there is red carpet in the station, you should be vacuuming it. But, <laughs> but now you have to be up to the tax to work with your brothers and sisters that are standing along the wall there. Because we respond to those and people a lot of times on the worst days of their lives. And when they are at their worst, we have to be at our best. So I'll end with this. An old veteran, when I came on a job uh, in 97, he, my lieutenant wasn't happy to have a rookie. Uh, you might find that out in the field a little bit. Um, he didn't want to do any training with me initially. He didn't want a rookie. He was in his last four or five years, and he wanted to kind of just take it easy, not have someone asking a lot of questions, following him around, um, and being a sponge, so to speak. But he told me one thing. He said, all you got to do, Mitchell, is know your job. And I thought about that, so I went back to him like a rookie does, and I went back to him maybe a half hour, hour later and said, is that all you really want me to know is know, know my job? He goes, that's it. If you know your job, that entails on the job, 
your duty as a firefighter, your duty as a citizen and community firefighter outside of the job, and what you can and can't do on and off the job. So know your job. Have your firefighters back. They will have yours. Like Chief said, enjoy every minute because of position, the job, it goes very, very fast. Don't let the pressure outweigh the pleasure. And most importantly, stay safe so you can go home to your families. Thank you. In addition to the Recruit Academy, the trained division is responsible for the continuing education of the fire department's 359 commissioned personnel. It takes a strong leader to coordinate the resources to meet such a demand. Please welcome to the stage Division Chief Tracy Burris. Thank you, Lieutenant Becker. I am at that age, so here they go on my face. Uh, good afternoon and welcome. I, too, would like to thank all of you for coming out this afternoon to see the members of Class 5 and congratulate them on making it through the entire process, which began about a year ago, officially, with filling out an application. Recruits put in hundreds of hours of training and likely more time training on, on duty and likely more time at home studying and practicing skills to ensure that they would be successful in making it to this day. But of course, they didn't get here all by themselves. In addition to their personal support system of family and friends and their recruit class, uh, there were many Madison Fire Department members, as well as members from other city agencies, who had a hand in making sure they were successful in making it to this day and for making this ceremony as nice as it is. You've all heard that saying that talks about how it takes a village to raise a child. Well, it truly does also take a village to put on a recruit academy. So uh, some of you who know me on a more personal level know that I like watching the award shows, uh, the SAG Awards, you know, the Golden Globes and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so why am I telling you this? It's because I'm about to read uh, a, a long list of groups and agencies that had a hand in helping those 18 people get here today. And I don't want anybody... Um, Chief Langer, to start going like this or to start, you know, playing some music like they do at those award shows to get me to wrap it up when I'm not finished um, listing everybody. So, um, so the village, and not in any particular order, um, all chief officers. And, and when I made this list out, I had said I, I wasn't going to say any names because then somebody would start playing the music because it would be so much longer. But I really do have to say two names, and those two names are uh, Assistant Chief Lance Langer and Fire Chief Stephen Davis. We have had um, a lot of good conversations. Um, a lot of good advice has flowed my way. And also uh, the freedom to be creative on my own and to think on my own, and I really appreciate all those conversations from, from the two of you. Um, so back to the list. Uh, all Chief Officers. Uh, MFD administrative services and support staff, uh, full-time training captains and training officers, uh, company officers on their crews, special teams, recruit mentors, peer fitness team, prevention officers, community education officers, local 311, public information officer, fire investigation, the Bureau of Maintenance, Madison Area Technical College, the Human Resources Department, the Mayor's Office, the Police and Fire Commission, field captains, no music yet. Employee Assistance Program Personnel, 
uh, city alders, retired MFD personnel, the honor guard, pipes and drums, the Monona Terrace staff, and the city channel crews that are here filming today. And of course, the academy staff, of course. Please accept my gratitude for all that you contributed to this process. Before I talk about the class five training officers, I would like to take a moment to acknowledge anyone in the crowd who has served a, uh, with the Recruit Academy as a training officer or come out to the 40 hour as a training officer. If you could just stand for a moment, if you've ever participated as a training officer or support person for a previous Recruit Academy, could you stand up just for a second for me? Everyone. Thank you. Thanks. On behalf of myself and past training chiefs, uh, thank you very much for reaching back. As the chief of training, I am constantly scouting for future training officers. Uh, you know, okay, wait, I'm, I have a habit of trailing off when I'm talking, so I'm just going to, did you, mostly everybody in the back, did you guys hear me say that? So, I'll, you know what, I'll just say it again. As the training chief, I am constantly scouting for future training officers. So, um, assembling a solid staff is paramount to having a successful academy. I was fortunate this past year to have a hardworking captain of training in Jerry Beekner. Captain Beekner is in his 17th year with the MFD and has been in the fire service for 27 years. Um, he just told me a minute ago it's 28, so it's, it's really 28. Uh, we have worked on the same crew for a very passionate fire officer who loved to train. We both served as training officers during the Group 30 Recruit Academy and have similar thoughts about training and the importance of it. I have absolutely enjoyed having him in the division, and fortunately for me, He'll be moving into the position of shift captain on the C shift and will continue working with the training division in his new role. Lieutenant Ron Bloomer filled the academy coordinator's position for class five. Anyone who has sought out a new position and received it knows that although you were deemed qualified to receive it, there are aspects of that new position that require you to continue learning. As a new training chief, I knew I wanted someone in the academy coordinator's position who had done it before. Fortunately, Lieutenant Bloomer was available and willing. He has served with our department for 22 years, has held all line positions from fighter fighter up through training captain, and is also a fire instructor over at MATC. He truly gets how to educate people. A number of MFD personnel expressed a willingness to fill out the rest of the fire academy staff, and the 12, that, uh, 12 or so that you see here and seated down here uh, were offered the opportunity to serve as platoon leaders, support staff, and fitness coordinator. There are 13 strategic plan goals listed in the Madison Fire Department strategic plan developed by the fire chief of this department, Stephen Davis. The goal that is listed first is employee engagement. Strategies under this goal focus, in short, on keeping our members engaged and happy at work. Keeping that in mind, some of what was shared with the training officers with regard to the expectation of the relationship between a recruit and a training officer are as follows. Training officers will engage all recruits and ensure their experiences are equitable. When a recruit isn't getting it, the training officer must explore multiple ways to assist 
to include handing him off to another training officer if need be. We aren't all built the same. We don't all learn the same. When a recruit needs help with focus that requires a more intense style of conversation, the recruit should leave that encounter feeling like they need to be better as opposed to feeling anger and or resentment. The training officer should be someone that the recruit has respect for, doesn't want to disappoint, and looks forward to seeing whenever their paths cross throughout their, cross throughout their career. This is how I look back on uh, the training officers that I've had. Um, uh-oh. <laughs> Let me get one more page here. Uh, this is how I feel about the training officers that I've had in my career. And judging by the feedback that I've heard uh, at their final evaluations, that's how they feel about all of you. I have said it to you. They're sitting behind me. I, I imagine you'd be off to the side, so I'm speaking to you. I said it to you individually and together as a group, but I'll say it again here, how much I appreciate your willingness to leave your stations and crews to come out and train our newest firefighters. You came out and spent long days beginning before the recruits day began and many times staying after hours to reset for the next day and assist recruits with, with extra skills practice to ensure that they received a meaningful and challenging academy experience. Fire officers and crews. These recruits have received 14 weeks of good basic fire training. Most of them will now move on to the emergency med tech course coordinated by EMS training captain Jennifer Roman, who's uh, uh, serving with the honor guard today and it'll be delivered by the EMS Academy training staff. The HAZMAT technician course coordinated by Captain Scott Avery will follow the EMT training. And some of them, five or six, will go straight to the field because they came here with that skill set already. They have met the requirements for Firefighter 1 and 2 and will meet the requirements for EMT as well as HAZMAT technician. They have that basic foundation, basic foundation. Now, it's going to be their job to seek ways to further educate themselves and remain engaged. It'll be my job to set the plan for the department's training to support their continued growth. And it'll be your job to provide opportunities every shift for them to practice skills, talk about that last call, review guidelines and policies, anything that will keep us safe and that will support what you are trying to do on the incident scene to make whatever went wrong better. Class five, I think I could speak for the entire academy staff when I say we're impressed with you up to this point. We are. Our hope is that we will be impressed with you for the next 20 years. Take care of yourselves and your families. Take care of your coworkers and the citizens of the city and keep learning. Thank you. Thank you, Chief Ferris. Nicely done. First one. When a person becomes a firefighter, their greatest act of bravery has been accomplished. What they do after that is all in the line of work. Please enjoy this video that kind of looks into the academy life.
And every tower was looking tattered and tired round the eye Ain't getting much sleep at night My daddy told me politicians never learn the golden rule Do unto others as you'd have them do to you But you go round and around it, you go over and under, I go through Food on the table, running car and tuck my kids in at night American dream in real life yeah. My mom's an angel Cigarette smoke like a halo Round her hair Sun is shining right behind her Standing there You go
Last chance for one last time. 
told Firefighter Zamzal to keep that at eight minutes. And then uh, he sprung the second half of that video on me. And I think it hit more of the heart of the academy, so we added that into it. It is a time-honored tradition within the fire service to have your badge pinned on you by someone who has played an important role in your life. At this time, I'd like to invite those who are pinning the badges to come forward to meet Lieutenant Edis, Apparatus Engineers Boucher and Schmidt, Paramedics Prom and Troya on the ramp to my right, friends and family, please feel free to come right up to the front, take some pictures as the recruits receive their badges. Class 5's first assignment was to write a letter on why they would like to become a Madison firefighter. As the recruits are getting their badges pinned, Captain Beekner and I will read the excerpts from each recruit's letter. We'll also be saying what station and shift they'll be assigned to. Recruit Ryan Beckwith, being pinned by his wife Sarah and their kids Jake and Ava. And he'll be assigned to Station 7 on the A-Shift. Ryan said, I came from a family that has a tradition of service to others. My grandfather has taught me to take pride in the small differences we make each day for our customers. Although some days can be difficult, there is usually an opportunity to make a difference in someone's life. I want to be a firefighter in an effort to make a small difference in the world that we live in. Firefighter David Calkins. Dave will be pinned by his wife Jessica and kids Hazel and Emmett. Davey will be assigned to Station 13 on the B-Shift. Davey said, when I think about why I applied to be a firefighter, it hinges around two things, the duties of the job itself and the people I will be working alongside. The duties themselves appeal because they represent a chance to be a net positive in the world. I am also proud to work alongside people who care about what they do and are also good at it. In simplest terms, I want to be a part of something important, and I want to be an important part of something. Firefighter Marta Darrow. She will be. She'll be pinned by her goddaughter Lucy Dulk. Marta will be assigned to Station 8 on the B shift. Marta said, I grew up involved in organized sports. My mentor challenged me to consider a career in the fire service. I accepted his challenge and joined the Wisconsin Air National Guard as a professional firefighter. My life with my military family has been about teamwork and organizational structure. I'm incredibly humbled to have the opportunity to be a member of a prestigious team and continue to build a career based on honesty, loyalty, and family. Firefighter Tamara Dinkle. 
She will be pinned by wife Wendy Bisoki, joined by Tamara's parents, Rick and Melly. Tamara will be assigned to Station 10 on the B-Shift. My family is full of veterans, nurses, police officers, firefighters, and those who give selflessly to family and charities. In 2009, my life had a reset. I learned about life, death, people, complete strangers, humanity, love, support, grief, loss, giving, receiving, gratitude, empathy, generosity, endurance of a spirit, and thriving in a way I will never fully be able to articulate. I am going to pay forward and give back what I have been so fortunate enough to receive and live the legacy of service passed on by those before me. Firefighter Brandon Douglas. Brandon will be pinned today by his mother, Terry Douglas, joined by his father, Larry, and girlfriend, Abby Imhoff. Brandon will be assigned to 6C. Brandon said, my uncle introduced me to the fire service at a young age. When I would hear the fire whistle or sirens, I would ride my bike down to Main Street and see which way the fire trucks went. When you carry a passion for something your whole life, I, I believe you should chase that dream. I cannot thank the City of Madison Fire Department enough for allowing this dream to come true. I will represent this department with the utmost professionalism, pride, integrity, and honor. Firefighter Matthew Dykstra. Matthew will be pinned today by his mother, Sandy Trapino, and father, Steve Dykstra. Matthew will be assigned to the Station 7 on the B-Shift. The idea of community relating both to the fire service and the city of Madison is the biggest reason I want to be a Madison firefighter. Knowing that what you do for a living has a direct impact on the quality of life of others is extremely satisfying. Achieving a sense of belonging through the family that is named the Madison Fire Department will be affording, afforded the opportunity to live and serve a great community is something that I am extremely grateful for. Firefighter Justin Fahrenbach. Justin will be pinned today by his dad, Tim Fahrenbach. Justin will be assigned to Station 2 on the B-Shift. Justin said, I want to be a firefighter because it's more than a job. It's serving others and the opportunity to impact people in a positive way. I look forward to the interaction with the community, whether it is at a school or community event. The fact that you have the opportunity to connect with so many people and show them what a day in my life as a firefighter is like is special. Firefighter Joseph Gangler. Joseph will be pinned today by his father, retired firefighter Robert Gangler, joined by his brother, Fairfax County firefighter Nate Gangler. Joseph will be assigned to Station 10 on the sea shift. From a young age, I knew I wanted to be a firefighter. I contributed that to my father. I was always enamored by the profession and was proud of my dad. I wanted, to be, I wanted to become a firefighter to serve the people in the community I grew up in. 
to challenge myself physically and mentally, and to be a part of the great camaraderie that this job offers. I feel good knowing that we get to have the skills and knowledge to help those in need on any day at any time. Firefighter Kyle Homan. Kyle will be pinned today by his wife, Jessica. Their son, Cole, wasn't able to make it to the stage. Kyle will be assigned to the Station 8 on the Asia. Kyle said, I like knowing that people are depending on me to perform my duties and take care of my responsibilities for the greater good of the team. Bonds are quickly formed in the fire service due to the amount of time spent together on the stressful situations encountered with one another. The fire service is filled with the very rewarding moments as well as terrible tragedies. Going through these ups and downs with your brothers and sisters is what makes this job like no other. Firefighter Patrick Johnson. Patrick will be pinned by, um, by, Mary, by paramedic Mary Leslie, joined by his parents Mark and Leslie Johnson. Patrick will be assigned to Station 7 on the sea ship. Growing up playing sports was all I knew, and after that was over, I had started to miss my team that has always been there. After talking with a friend's mom, who was a paramedic for Madison, I joined the fire service and never looked back. I love the fact that you are helping people, giving back to a community that has given me so much and made me who I am today. Firefighter Adam Lesser. Adam will be pinned today by his father, Carl Lesser. Adam is signed to Station 4 on the A-Ship. I grew up playing sports and had a pretty good idea that I would enjoy a physical job that has a team aspect to it. After college, life went in a different direction towards a desk job, which was not for me. After I completed my fire training with Atlanta, all my reasons for wanting to enter the fire service morphed into reasons why I loved the fire service. The relationships with my crews were priceless, and the appreciation from helping people makes the job worthwhile every time. Firefighter Jonathan McRae. Jonathan will be pinned today by his fiancée, Anne Lubineski, joined by their children, Jared, Aria, Serena, and Jonathan's mother, Yvette. Jonathan will be assigned to Station 9 on the seashore. Jonathan became interested in becoming a firefighter after running fire drills in the Navy. Firefighting is not just a job, it's a lifestyle. People hold you to a higher expectation in the way you carry yourself and how you treat others. Firefighters truly become brothers and sisters, just like my brothers and sisters I served with in the military. I really look forward to being a part of the Madison Fire Department and joining a new family and making new bonds that will carry with me the rest of my life. Firefighter Trent Miker. Trent will be pinned today by his mother, Denise Miker. 
Trent will be assigned to Station 12 on the sea ship. When I came back home after serving in the Marine Corps, I was at a loss of what to do with my life. One afternoon, I was with one of my best friends who was a Madison firefighter. We discussed the similarities of life in the military and life in the fire service and our general love for them. I began fire training, and it was deja vu. I realized firsthand that the camaraderie and training was what I was missing after the Marines. I was falling in love all over again. Firefighter Michael Reisman. Michael will be pinched by his fiancée, Megan Klecker. Michael will be assigned to Station 3 on the A-ship. After getting out of the military, working as an EMT gave me a sense of camaraderie that I missed. Through my training, I met the most intelligent person who encouraged me to become a paramedic and a nurse, my fiancée, Megan. Megan and I moved to Madison with the hopes, of dreams, hopes and dreams of establishing ourselves within the community, buying a home, and raising our children. I want to be a firefighter for the city of Madison because I want to serve the community in the greatest times of needs. Firefighter Ruth Savard. Ruth will be pinned today by her husband, Christopher Savard, and their, and their kids, Madeline, Caleb, Noah, and Zach. Ruth will be assigned to Station 5 on the seashore. Madison is the city that I grew up in, and I am proud of it. Over the years, I've had the opportunity to work at some great jobs with some great people, but something was missing. I take great pleasure in determining a need and then setting out to do what I can to meet that need by helping and serving others. I grew up in a large family and have a large family of my own. I work well on a team and look forward to the opportunity to earn the opportunity to earn a position with the tight-knit MFD family. Firefighter Adam Thimmig. Adam will be pinned today by his wife, Kimberly. Adam will be assigned to Station 11 on the Asia. I have always admired the cause that the firefighters represent and champion, the wholesome goal of coming to the aid of those in need. I have learned the value in serving a greater cause, the satisfaction of exerting emotional, mental, and physical energy for the well-being of others is the most rewarding feeling a person could have while working in a job that they love. Firefighter Lamar White. Lamar will be pinned today by his wife, Amy. Lamar is assigned to Station 2 on the sea ship. I like the idea of becoming a firefighter because the lifestyle is so similar to the military. It is structured in a way that I am used to, and it is good to know that everyone around you is training hard so that they can be the very best firefighter possible. After serving over eight years in the Marines, I understand the camaraderie that is built is the same as the fire service. When you become a firefighter, you adopt many men and women into your life, and there's no better friendship that someone can have. Firefighter, my Britt Williams. 
My beard will be pinned today by wife Katie Sullivan. Mai is going to station 5 on the Asia. As soon as I began working as an EMT, I knew this was the right career path for me. The more I learned about the fire service, the more fascinated I became. One day as I went to work, I realized that what I did for work did not feel like a job. This was the day I finally knew that what I was going to be. The demands of the job are both challenging physically and mentally, the variety of tasks and calls, and the rewards of helping others leaves one with a sense of pride and satisfaction. These are the things that I, look, that I am looking for in a career, and I have found them in the fire service. Now I'd like to introduce Wes Sparkman, the president of the Police and Fire Commission. President Sparkman will address and swear in the new candidates as probationary firefighters. Good afternoon. On behalf of Commissioners Yap, Hamden, Campershire, and Tramiel, congratulations to Class 5. Now, with the members of Class 5, Please rise and raise your right hand. Repeat after me. I, state your name, promise to be thoughtful, honest, compassionate and trustworthy when performing the duties of a City of Madison firefighter. As a City of Madison firefighter, I will demonstrate a high level of personal integrity. I promise to be courteous to my coworkers and respect them for who they are. I recognize and accept my role and responsibility. In maintaining the outstanding reputation of this great organization, I promise to support the Constitution and laws of the United States and the state of Wisconsin, the charter of the Madison, city of Madison, and the rules and regulation of the city of Madison Fire Department. Congratulations. Ron Schmelzer Award is given in fond memory of Chief Ron Schmelzer, who served the MFD for 27 years, from 1966 to 1993. He started as a young firefighter and worked his way to Division Chief. This award was voted on by Class 5 to be given to the recruit that showed passion, pride, honor, integrity, and always put Class 5 members first.
first. During the academy, this recruit always looked out for the other recruits and all people involved in the academy. If someone visited or performed any service to the class, they would receive a thank you note. Every Monday in the morning, this person would bring breakfast for all of her classmates. Class 5 was even concerned that she was taking such good care of them that her four kids were being neglected. <laughs> I am proud to announce Class 5's Ron Schmelzer Award recipient, Firefighter Ruth Savard. do my best to keep it together here. Uh, <clears throat> um, I'm incredibly humbled and honored to stand before you today as a representative for the Madison Fire Department Recruit Class 5. I vividly remember the day last January when we sat for the written exam portion of the hiring process. I walked into the Alliant Energy Center with my six pre-sharpened number two pencils and I found myself standing in line with hundreds of other individuals all vying for one of the few coveted positions within the department. The atrium was full of people, and I felt like I was standing in line to ride on a roller coaster at Six Flags. It was hard not to feel a bit overwhelmed by it all. As I'm sure everyone in this room is well aware, the months following that written exam were filled with oral board interviews, a chief's interview, a physical ability test, a background investigation, and an extensive medical evaluation before finally receiving that highly anticipated phone call from Chief Davis. As long and grueling as this hiring process seemed, I believe that the caliber of the individuals in this class and the entire Madison Fire Department are proof that the process works. I remember reading somewhere that you can train someone to do this job, but you can't train someone to be a good person. And the Madison Fire Department has certainly taken the time to recruit some amazing individuals. There's a quote out there from Chief Langer that says, the academy does not create character, it reveals it. And that's exactly what's happened during these past 15 weeks. Some of the things that I love most about Class 5 are the diverse backgrounds and the life experiences that we all bring to the table. Everyone came to this class with different skills and strengths to add to our team. Never once did the fastest people, Holman, brag about how quick they were, or the smartest people, Holman, <laughs> gloat about how intelligent they were, or the strongest people, Holman, <laughs> gloat about their strength. Instead, those individuals took every opportunity to come alongside the rest of their classmates and worked to elevate them to their level. The support, encouragement, and teamwork demonstrated by each recruit in this class is something I will never forget. Which brings us to today, that bittersweet moment when all the hard work that it took to get to this point comes to an end, and a new kind of hard work lies ahead as we prepare to head to our stations, meet our crews, and begin serving the citizens of the city of Madison as firefighters. Sadly, this day also marks the end of our time together in this academy. It's highly unlikely that all 18 of us will ever be together like this again after tonight. As much as I would love to hang on to this moment and make it last a little longer, 
I promise to keep this as short as possible. But before closing, I would be remiss not to speak a word of thanks on behalf of all 18 of us to Chief Davis and to the entire command staff of the City of Madison Fire Department, to the Police and Fire Commission, the Common Council, Local 311, and to Mayor Soglin for this incredible opportunity. Thank you to Captain Beekner and Lieutenant Bloomer and all our training officers for planning and executing a phenomenal academy experience for us. And finally, thank you to our families for your sacrifices and your support, which enabled us to complete our training. On family day, they tried to prepare you for what challenges might lie ahead. But I don't think any of us were really able to imagine at that point how it would play out in each of our homes. And even as it was becoming clear that what we needed was more than what you had bargained for, you kept on giving. The sacrifices that you made to benefit us are gifts that will also reach out into the community. The extra time that you gave us to be away from our homes, well beyond the normal workday, we used for extra training, for extra practice, and for extra time to bond, resulting in a class of recruits that is stronger, closer, and better prepared to serve. This time of celebration and achievement is as much ours as it is yours. Congratulations to all on a job well done. I think this is the moment Class 5 wants to give Chief Burris something. Congratulations, Firefighter Savard, and thank you, Class 5, for the gift. So no class would be complete without mentioning the class valedictorian. Uh, this recruit had the knowledge, the skills, and the abilities combined with our hard work ethic to have a successful academy. But he didn't stop there. Since day one, he used his experience to help every recruit to make Class 5 better. His leadership and his successes endearingly earned him the nickname of... POTUS, President, from his classmates. I am honored to recognize the Class 5 Valedictorian, Firefighter Kyle Holman. And you can see how humble he is. As the Academy Coordinator, it was my honor to re release the recruits every day after they completed their assignment. Class 5, you have one last assignment. I would like you to come grab the, uh, the blue hose. Training staff, I'd like you to come grab the red hose. This is not a tug of war. The red hose represents the red recruit t-shirt that they wear during the academy under the supervision of the training staff. 
The blue hose represents the color of the uniform they will be wearing as commissioned firefighters. Class 5, you have exceeded every expectation and answered every challenge with determination. Uncoupling these hoses represents the release of the recruits from the training academy. Congratulations, Class 5. You are officially released to the field. Thank you to everyone for coming today, and please join us for cake and refreshments across the hall. And if anybody would like to come up and take pictures, you are welcome to do so. This concludes the commencement ceremony for Class 5. Thank you for joining us.